Hey y'all, what's good? It's me, Doty, and I'm sitting here with my boy Stafford, the owner of Feed Me Sandwich Kings, and my boy DJ Marv, the owner of Most Official Entertainment. So right now we're sitting here and I'm about to run through them, you know, their years, you know, my year as well. Uh, 2021 has been very interesting for the most part, but you know what I'm saying, with their successes and the things that they've been doing, I want to go ahead and check in with my homies right now and just see what's been going on for them. So Stafford, how's your 2021 been, man? It was a year. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. Okay. okay. Anything specifically about 2021 you're not happy about? The pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, it affected business like you read about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, during that time when, you know, of course, it was at its worst between 20, 2020 and 2021, um, during that time, how affected would you say? Was it a big, significant, you know, change you had or a shift that you had to do for your business to keep going? Or, you know what I'm saying? Did Was it just certain things you just had to minorly adjust? Well, as far as taking care of the food, that's like my top priority. So that's that's the easy part. The hard part has always been the employees. You know, in order to have the employees for the, how the restaurants come, you know, I got to be able to pay them. So right. in order to make that happen, plus be able to stay open, that means that I don't take a pay. Yeah. So I I have no problem doing that. That's what, you know, I've been doing that for years. I've only been open for five years. So, you know, I don't take a, a traditional pay. It's true leadership right there. And it's it's something, when you're the captain of this ship, you're going to have to take bullets that the rest of the crewmates won't be able to have to, have to worry about. Yeah. It also helps that my two best employees, which are the two I got now, are my sons. Yes. Staff, staff and Tyler. So that helps me uh, with the with that part. You know, because business is just down. It's just slower. Yeah. You know, and uh, another thing is, like, I just be tired. You know, I'm really looking for a chef. Yeah. I really need somebody to help manage the, the cooking part of the day. If I don't have to cook, then we can definitely, definitely jump off the diving board. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to, uh, I'm gonna put, we're going to put something out there right now. Feed Me Sandwich Kings looking for a quality chef. You know, has to be at least well over four stars. You know what I'm saying? We, we got to get this man off his feet so that, you know what I'm saying, he can handle other parts of the business that he want to take care of. So you are an aspiring chef or somebody who's fresh out of college because you are actually a chef now. Feed Me Sandwich Kings is where you want to be. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. All right, now I'm going to move over here to Marv. So Marv, how's your 2021 been, man? You know, you've been busy. And you know what I'm saying? For some of y'all who may not know, you know, Marv did a song here recently with Fable from D4L. Fabo! Fable! Can't nobody do that yell like him. <laughs> he just recently did a song with him called I'm Just Being Me, bro. Y'all have to check out the song. It's literally my favorite fucking song. One of my favorites, if not my favorite, because I listen to it a lot more than Marvin even knows. But uh, so how about your year, though? How, how's your 2021 been going, even with the pandemic and COVID-19? Well, it actually started with that song, for real. That was... Sure did. That was... Because... Uh, um, he actually did the song a year ago today. Nice. Yeah, it was December 26th is when he sent it back. I hit him up on the 25th, and he liked the song, and boom. Then uh, we put it out in February, uh, the video and the song. And then the next month, I dropped a song with Cassidy also. Yeah. Cassidy, yeah. A&T, and SB Cash. Yes. And 
Yeah, so that's that's how the year started. So that was cool and everything. It's a great start. Uh, I've been doing a lot of learning lately, especially with social media and you know, just just a lot of a lot of pandemic stuff. You know, a lot of <laughs> learning how to do stuff in the house and how to work the internet and how to you know how to work the system a certain way to work in my favor. And that's kind of what 2021 has been about, uh, you know. Because yeah. there's been, it's been a lot of adjustments I think a lot of us had to do, too. Because, like, and I think now more than ever is a really great time to be doing all of those things. In-house work, social media content work, things like that. Because with the Megatron <clears throat> virus now here, people are going to be wanting to stay in the house more. Streaming services are going to go up again. You know what I'm saying? I think that if you are a creator, a content creator by any magnitude or any stretch of that imagination, you should be doing your passion projects literally right the fuck now. Hold on, bro. You know what I want to do? What's up? I got these uh, I got these bookmarks All for right. this, and it's this one website that I was on, and I think it's called acx.com. Let me come back. Oh nope, that's not it, man. It's uh, it's about uh. <laughs> Coin market CoinMarketCap.com CoinMarketCap.com yo. And you could go on this joint And you could tell it what you wanted to pay attention to right? So me, myself, thinking about me and my homies right? I clicked on Metaverse right? Because those are the coins That, that they're going to be talking about here in a minute right? yeah. So it's a whole list of motherfucking coins that I want to, they, they, every one of the mugs is like $5 or less right now. These are the programs. These are the the, the coins that they're going to use for the metaverse. Ooh. The central land is $3.82 each one. We need to get on them joints right now because they build the metaverse, right? I just told you that I want to have a sandwich kings in the metaverse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? I'm going to be on one of these coins when I do it. Why not have some of the coin? That's real. That's real. Hey, y'all, look, this right here. This right here is market advice, right? Y'all, y'all hearing it here right now. Check out Metaverse. Check out the coins. Check out the stock. Um, what's it called? The uh, Coin Market Cap. CoinMarketCap.com. Go was, check was, that out. Y'all, Metaverse is blowing up. That was actually was just, that was for y'all. They just happened to be here too. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was just <laughs> looking those up this morning. There's one called Sin City, right? And you're gonna be able to create your own world and you, you can like have your own gang or whatever you want to do in your area like it's actually going to be i don't know if columbus is on there but it probably is on there i'm trying to put <laughs> this on there yeah it probably is on there but yeah i was looking at this one called sin city and and that one looks dope i look out man i was watching some videos about a few of them <laughs> man, we i was to, like yeah. we need to team up as a team and, and build that's each how they, one. they had it on there too. They was like, they was one. like, you can get on there and buy property, but you can also team up with other people to buy stuff too. Yeah, team, we do it as a team. We, mm -hmm. we buy one piece of land, build one thing, then we buy another piece of land, build another thing. They and, be selling. Yeah. They be selling for like bands. You could sell something for a million dollars if you sell it to the right person. Mm -hmm. Say no. say say you bought the state house or something, and somebody mm -hmm. wanted it. We ain't selling that. <laughs> we ain't selling that. We keeping that. Hell <laughs> yeah! Uh, yeah wait, Five wait million, and it's a deal. 
it's the uh, when the KKK be there, we gonna own that motherfucker. You damn mm -hmm. right, and we gonna charge them motherfuckers four hundred million dollars to be there for one weekend with that shotgun in our metaverse. And so, y'all, check this out, right? And for those of y'all who do not know, we're gonna answer the question: What is metaverse? The metaverse from Google is a hypothesized iteration of the internet, supporting persistent online 3D virtual environments through conventional personal computing as well as virtual and augmented reality headsets. Aspects of the metaverse have been already added in virtual world platforms such as Second Life. Now, I'm going to let y'all know something. If I'm not mistaken, metaverse is created... Now, if I'm not mistaken, metaverse was created by Mark Zuckerberg, correct? No. So... So, so it's not referring to that when he, like, when you go to Facebook he, and it says had, powered by Meta. He had his Meta. company is named Meta now. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. His, his company is named Meta now. But so, the Metaverse, his, there will be multiple. Metaverses. What's his? What's okay. his? Uh, what's his? Uh, there will be. It's, it's like one Metaverse, but there's different platforms to get on the Metaverse. The Metaverse is the Matrix, or if you play Roblox, that's basically Roblox for adults, for real life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Actually, hey, yeah. Yeah. If your kids is not playing Roblox, too. Put yeah. that down and start playing. And my son just got a gaming PC. Like I just got him like one of those gaming PCs. So hey, get his I, ass on Metaverse. When, when you got this for money. And do it. Have him do that because it's gonna be like the same games for real. Just you can get money. Real life <laughs> money for the shit. Yeah, yeah that is nice. He could be the he could be the ball boy for the for the Forty ers or for the Cowboys. That's okay. So bro, what's so crazy about this? I don't know how many people remember this. There's a show back in the day. Of the day. Called Reboot. Yeah. No. And we, well, if you watch Reboot, it Reboot, like um, he follows a guy named Bob. He's from the web. You know, he's basically living in a computer simulated reality. And sometimes games that come down and like big purple blocks. And when the game lands on you or you're under where the game lands at, you tap your chest, say Reboot, and you'll become a game character for that specific game. Mm -hmm. That's basically what Metaverse is. Or if you've seen the movie Gamer with Gerard Butler. If you've seen that, then that's what Metaverse sounds like. Some Sims type shit for real life shit. Or Ready Player One type shit. Mm -hmm. Which is more Ready right. Player One than anything else because you get to use real life money while spending, like while doing what you're doing on the game. So like if you have a job on the game, y'all, like and you're playing the game and you're working, you actually get paid real life money for the job you have on the game that you're playing, which is, this is insane. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Monetize yeah. just like that. You get your, yeah, that's, that's, you get that's, your how, that's how Sin City but, and all that is. Like you can have a job, you can have a job and be actually getting paid. Like you can work at a pizza place or something, or you know, or you could be your job. You have your hours. Your hours is four to ten. So yeah. four to ten, you in there making that person. Yeah, you'd be working at sandwich kings, right? You'd be in the yeah. back, right, on the grill. You'd be flipping it, coming up with all kinds of different sandwiches and stuff like that. Hey. Yeah. Like uh, wouldn't that be crazy? A doty go crazy. If you could literally <laughs> put everything on there, like just how the menu and all that shit is, mm -hmm. and people could literally buy sandwiches. Yeah, I'm about to literally have you download this damn metaverse shit, ain't you? That's what you're about to do. <laughs> they gonna be eating sandwiches in the metaverse. But, but wait well, a minute, got a fuel up. Question: Somebody robs hey, and mugs you, you in the metaverse. Got to fuel up. Everybody, be, everybody got to fuel up. Yeah, that would be dope if you could if you could order it off there too. The metaverse like gonna be GTA. That would be dope. Everybody, your, your player gotta eat. Oh, they go sandwich yeah. you. Over there, get yeah. something to eat. That is yeah. insane, bro. Ten dollars. Damn. You like? Are you hungry? Or are you real hungry? 
<laughs> you might want to stop at Sandwich Kings. I believe you're real hungry because after you get about three quarters of the way through just a regular sandwich, you wish you got the pandemic like more. Mm-hmm. You wish you did. I know it because I eat that motherfucker and I'll be like, I, what I do is I take that bitch and I smash it. Take it and I smash it down just like that. And then I start eating that bitch. And it's <laughs> delicious. Man. Speaking of which, uh, Stafford, go ahead and tell the lovely audience the different variations of sandwiches that you have. Where's some great well, sense? Well, we got the Big Ten. The Big Ten, we focus on every day. The Big Ten, uh, the Chicken Morinelli is number one. Sweet yes. and fantastic. I love the Chicken Morinelli. That is my shit. And number two is the stuffed turkey. Stuffed that with bacon or brisket. Mm. Food for the soul. Mm. Number three is the Big Italian. Oh, a little Thursday with your Big Italian. Right? But that's pork. Everybody don't eat pork, but it's still delicious. Right? right. And then you got the number four, that Philly dough. You got brisket or chicken. Mm. Mm, you can even get the crispy chicken filling. God. Mm. That shit's just sound good. <laughs> yeah. It is delicious. Oh, that Philly, though. Uh, then you got number five, which is the Reuben. You get the spicy Reuben, turkey Reuben. You get the uh, get it with the coleslaw. You get it straight up, however you want. I'm, I'm always coming for Reuben. We got the corned beef sandwich if you don't want a Thousand Island or the uh, sauerkraut. Then we got number six. Which is the Cuban. Fuck what you heard. Fuck what you heard. That's a whole bunch of pork, too. But, man, you want to talk about delicious? Got that muscle fantastic on it. <laughs> tell your friends about that one. Let me tell you. Tell your friends. Tell them all. Look at this shit. Go to the, go to the Instagram page. And you ain't got to go down but a couple couple flicks. You're going to see a, a, a Cuban hoagie because them joints is wonderful, right? At, uh, at Feed Me Sandwich Kings on IG? Mm-hmm. At Feed Me Sandwich Kings on IG. Go Feed check it out. Kings. Oh, wait a minute. I lied. Number five is uh, the Kingfish now. We changed it. Oh. It's the Kingfish now. And we sold a lot of Kingfish. Last week alone, we sold uh, 30 pounds of fish. I told you, bro. I told you if it's on the menu, they going to get it. They going to get they, it. If they, see, <laughs> if they see it in that top 10, they going to be like, fish. Yeah, and they get it. It's good, bro. I know it is. I can't eat fish, but I know it's good. Yeah, because the pork chop is good. It's a pork chop's a seasonal thing, and believe it or not, we only have it in the summertime. I don't know why that is. It's just the way it is, guys. That's just the way it is. That's just the way. That veggie game. Veggie game was number nine, but uh, then we got the the Cuban was the what? Double King Classic is number seven, and then we got the uh, the Cuban is number eight. The Double King, I didn't even want to put burgers on the menu. Mm-hmm. Marv was like, man, you might want to try it. I put it on there, and it's been there ever since. We even <laughs> yes. got the two for 10. Well, it's not 10, no more, it's 12. Two for 12. <laughs> two for 12. Part of the sandwich yeah. And uh, so, so then the pastrami is number nine, and then the veggie game is number 10. We probably got about 60 other sandwiches, too. They all sound good, is it? Yeah, the Marvel Heart is basically a chicken filly over baked potato. The original mm-hmm. one is over fries. We sell a lot of them over fries. It's like a potato sandwich. <laughs> we just started uh, with the baked potatoes. We got baked potatoes now. Sour cream, too. It's not a sandwich, man. Are <laughs> you squashing and you eat it? <laughs> it is not a sandwich. Eat it with a fork. Yeah, you ain't got no bread. Yeah. They do got a little salad. But, but what if, like, you cut thin slices of the potato and have somebody eat it like that? 
Oh, with the potatoes, the bread. Yeah. It ain't gonna work. Big ass side because the potato is cooked. So it's soft. It's gonna be flimsy. As soon as you bite it, the whole thing gonna fall apart. But if you got the if you got the potato fried, hey, that's different. I ain't never wait. I have had fried potato. A fried baked potato. Never had a fried baked potato. That's different. That's completely different. You can do that. Yeah, make make make. Dodie a potato sandwich since she always talking about always talking about I swear sandwich. and then I can be my sandwich. Fried baked potato. He always talk about it's a potato sandwich. You know, it's fried dodie right there. <laughs> if it would be if then I would be the baked potato. Dodie. That mean the baked potatoes oh, though. <laughs> that mean the baked potato. Right? Hey, yeah. eat me. <laughs> Feed me sandwich kings and eat me. <laughs> No, nah, that wouldn't work. Fried, don't he? <laughs> like, if you get this sandwich, you fried. <laughs> so, wait, wait, I got it. What, what's, your, what's your favorite food? I mean, Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Hands down. Really? Yes, bro. I could, bro, meatloaf is the only food that probably can lure me in a white van. My wife makes <laughs> Like, <laughs> Like, how Garfield is about lasagna, that's how I am about meatloaf. Mm. Yeah, like. Uh, she makes hey, some delicious meatloaf, bro. Like that's like Zion, a whole kryptonite to me, bro. The is good. Dude, the only way to disarm me is give me meatloaf. <laughs> you get is good want. as fuck. Nah. In order to disarm me, it's gonna definitely be some cash involved. Otherwise, I'm good. No, I'm talking about like you do like a present or something like for my birthday. I'm like, oh, well, here you go, meatloaf. I remember one time somebody uh, okay, like a present. Yeah. Like if somebody uh like one time some time ago uh a girl had made me a meatloaf and you shit with a candle in it and yeah it was for my birthday too it was a it was a nice ass loaf too that motherfucker was big like it was nice I want and, to fry it and I was happy too and like you know I was eating I was eating it like at first in the beginning and everything then like during the midday to the end of the day my brother came over there and everything this nigga come downstairs. I think he just got big ass Texas toast bread. No, the bread wasn't big. <laughs> the slice of fucking meatloaf his ass had was big as fuck. Like this dude, this slice of meatloaf my brother had, bro. Like I'm thinking about it now. I'm, I'm off of. <laughs> was he eating it with Texas toast? No, he was eating it with regular bread. Oh, but I, I thought the bread was big. <laughs> but that big ass slice of bread, I was like, bro, what are you doing, bro? He said, oh, I thought that was fine. I said, bro, that was my meatloaf, like, bro, like. Hey, bro, he should have ate it with Texas toast. That shit would have been real fucking good. Oh, my God. Bro, I was upset as fuck, Texas bro. Texas toast Hold meatloaf on. sandwich? Hold on. So we heard about 2021 from the sandwiches. Yes. And we heard about it from, from most official entertainment. We didn't hear about it from Doty. Well, 2021 for me has been a year that I definitely wanted to start doing more things. So a Doty podcast started... Uh, Start making more episodes. I'm like, this is the second season still. This is actually the end of the second season. So, going into January 2022, we're going into the third season, which you're going to be seeing a lot more shows that's kind of dueled towards the Doty moment and the Doty podcast. So, you'll probably get the audio on the podcast. You'll more or less get the video with the Doty moment. We have some things coming up next year because some revelations I just came across. And I'm gonna be honest with y'all, like I'm I'm putting my foot in my ass for real. Like the things that I've come across now, the level of uh, stride, the 
the aspects of me, the epiphanies I've had within my own inner growth, my being as a man, you know what I'm saying? Things, life lessons I've learned between this year and last year, like financially, you know, you know, I'm black. So, you know, financially, I, I just know how to get through. But I say more so the biggest struggles have been internal, emotional and, you know, significant to how I want to be and the legacy I want to live for me and my kids. You know what I'm saying? So for ODC is about starting that legacy. You know what I'm saying? It's about continuing on with it and giving people something that's more than just what I'm saying I'm going to do, but just showing them what has been done. You know what I'm saying? So a dirty moment is that um, my one man show is next year. Um, but the first, the biggest project I have coming up next year will be a beautiful liar. That's the biggest project that in K1D5. So, uh, beautiful liar. Yeah. What's that about? Beautiful liar. Chronicles, a, a male named Cole. He's young. You know what I'm saying? He's learning about life through, um, hitting and quitting it, but he comes across a kind of female that teaches him the right lesson, the wrong way. And sometimes there's things that we as males have to go through in order to save the lives of our children. He's going to figure it out firsthand. Mm -hmm. So, okay. right now, I'm about to, I'm going to be doing a casting call in between January and February and probably a little bit further than that. Because I need to find a Cole. I need to find a main character, you is know. Is this going to be a visual? Yes, this is going to be my biggest project. This is the passion project. I've had this for the longest time. Okay, so what was the other project you talked about? Uh, K1D5, that's going to be a project for, with me and my kids. That's talking, that's about a, it's a coming of age story. It's going to be a series. And, uh, it's going to be about, uh, three kids, mine, uh, Chris, Joy, and John. That's not their real names. That's their, of course, their character names. And, uh, they've been born with certain significant gifts and abilities that because of their father and who he was and where he used to work at, um, they became pretty much, you know, his own guinea pigs. And the rest of his life has truly been spent just making sure they stay safe from the people that want to find them. So K1D5 is is it's another, I would say, passion project as well. Um, a lot of things with COVID really slowed everything down. I ain't going to lie. Nothing more than income tax. Because of the shit that happened with COVID, I was supposed to get a guac. More than a guac. And that shit would have took off everything. I had everything wrote down, the whole schedule. I was talking to Marv and everything like that. Like, I had been contacted by a woman who had seen me on the Mid-Ohio Film Association page. And uh, she contacted me about her son being a part of it. Um, I was already planning on adding two more kids to the show anyway. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that she contacted me about that, I was telling her, you know, things are moving along a little more slowly because of the pandemic. So I would say business-wise, for me, it slowed down with how the business was going to pretty much start, where I was going to start at, how I was going to grow from there, how I was going to build from there. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I would say that in between the time of trying to get myself right for that, there was a lot of personal internal things I had to make sure I had right and understood within myself. Because one thing I will say that Steve Harvey had said that I will agree with, and it's not many, <laughs> but one thing he did say was that, you know, when a man finds out who he is and what he wants to do, that's when everything else just takes off from there. You know what I'm saying? And there was a lot of finding that person between this year and last year. I would say more than any other time in my life. But knowing who I am and what I want to achieve, I just want to show it. That's, that's where I'm at with it right now. So... 
that's what it was for ODC, y'all. So, you know, it takes a time. It's a process, but, you know, we, we get there. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, since you brought that up, my son likes that, likes ODC, too. Right. And here's the thing. It's a bunch of them that's making that happen. Yeah. It's a, it's a bunch of them. Not just one. All of them make that happen. How many of them is there on, on, on ODC? A couple of them, right? Yeah. So we got to build the team. Yeah. And it's something because I think that with with being a parent, with being a dad, with, you know what I'm saying, with being a business owner compiled onto those other things, those other, you know, um, accountable, those, those uh, responsibilities, I would say. You find exactly why you do it through being around them. Mm -hmm. And like my biggest thing has always been, like I tell my kids all the time, the biggest effect we have on you is influence. Mm -hmm. You're gonna decide who you're gonna be for you and you're gonna have to live with that person as you get older and, and as you grow and as you mature. But the biggest, you know, the biggest effect we have is influence. What we're, what we're showing you that's gonna influence you in some way or another. And I just want to add the right influence. If I can get, you know, that team, if I can, gather people for that dream because um and i even have it right here um it's like just a little short plug for what i say odc is i had two of them okay but i'm gonna say this one um so I, when you were saying odc i thought you were saying talking about rdc which is this group of guys nah who who they do a whole bunch of memes and stuff right but this yeah. is the main guy who's this guy right here he does predominantly uh, podcasts and stuff like that. He's down with all the all the the famous people and shit. Right. He's the one that's getting them the attention from like LeBron and all of that. So that's what I thought you was talking about, but I oh. was wrong. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. But I mean, uh, even still, we still have a team. You know, we have us. We have. Yeah. I tell my kids too, like y'all are in a specific position where I know that at y'all's age, it's hard to grasp. I'm a business owner. You know, something like this is in my name. But I told my son, like, if you want to be a streamer, you're a streamer. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Come up with your name. Come up with your logo. You're a streamer. That's it. But we got to get you to things that make you feel more comfortable streaming. And then out of nowhere, because I don't usually do Christmas. And, um, and I'll tell y'all soon why I don't do Christmas. <laughs> but, you know, so I end up getting him that, this computer and everything. And you got a computer? Yeah. For Christmas? No. When did you get it for him? I got it for him maybe about a week ago. Mm. Yeah. In December? Yeah. For Christmas? No. Not for Christmas? No. It was before Christmas, though. Yeah. What he did before Christmas got it around, got it, landed it around this time for him. Oh. And through luck as well, because. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He brought his grades up. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. before winter break. And that all happens in December, right? Hey, he did that. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I was just asking. You know, I told him. <laughs> okay, so I asked, like, I asked the kids and everything. I was like, I sat them down one day. I was like, hey, check this out. I could either save up all year just to get you one thing that, or a few things that you may want one day. Or throughout the year, your behavior and the way you maintain yourself could earn you whatever it is that you want. Just how life is. I said, which one would you rather prefer? One day or the possibility of whatever you want throughout the entire year? They chose a year option. I can't argue with that. Mm -hmm. I just... So, but, but I just want to point out <laughs> that you give them stuff all year long. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so you're avoiding Christmas. Yeah. But everything you give them in December. Does it fall under Christmas? Christmas is a day. <laughs> it's a day. <laughs> okay. Okay. So if I get it on December first, does it still count? Merry Christmas, motherfucker. No. <laughs> November the 30th. <laughs> what? November 31st, what? Yeah. That's November. Um, I'm just saying. But see, that's what I'm saying. If I, if I, I'm <laughs> like, if I, if I do the rush of doing that, though, he's going to get something too soon. What if it's December 30th? Yeah. Because that's his birthday. Happy New Year. But look. I should have gave it to him on December 30th. <laughs> <laughs> I should have I do it. I know now. Look, what I was, what I was getting at is, why don't you do Christmas? Um, for me, it's, I've just, I've gotten, I've gotten past. I feel like it's more of a, a thing we do because we do it. And for other personal reasons for, you know what I'm saying? Why, you know, I just feel like it's a, a trend. People bust their ass all year. And on top of that, I'm not giving that credit to a guy in a motherfucking red and white suit. I'm not, no, I'm doing this shit all fucking year long. I'm doing this shit for extended periods of time. Like, and I even tell my kids, like, I don't do to the fairy tales. I don't do into the, the Sandy Claus. I don't do into, because there's a lot of more grim stories that mm. they try to dope them up from. I agree. And you know what I'm saying? Like, at I some agree. point. I agree with you, bro. At some point, we got to originate our own shit. I agree with you, bro. That's I got um, you. I do. I just, um, I just think that. Since, like, right, because we got this bubble. And on the inside of this bubble, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't fuck with Christmas, right? Yeah. But on the outside of the bubble, everybody else do. Yeah. You know what I mean? So how does that work? But you know what? I got a friend of mine who's a Jehovah's Witness, and they don't fuck with Christmas neither. Well, the way we do it is we show respect to what everybody else wants to do. I mean, if that's what they want to do, and it makes them feel good. And that's... So if they give you presents, that's cool? Yeah. Where my present at, motherfucker? I gave you a present. No, hold on. Where? where? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you come over to the crib, like, we, we, and, and, and it's Christmas and shit, I give you a present, but you don't do Christmas. What the fuck? I'm going to say thank you. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, know, I didn't know the present was a down payment I'm on just asking, the expectation. Of, but, but, but it's Christmas. Right. right. So everybody in the outside world do Christmas, but you don't do Christmas, but you come over to the crib for Christmas. You ain't bringing no present, motherfucker? <laughs> I mean, are you, I mean, are you going to harass somebody when we celebrate Kwanzaa for not celebrating, for not giving you a present on Christmas? On Kwanzaa? If I was coming to their house, I would bring whatever a Kwanzaa person would expect me to bring. I mean, I probably, <laughs> but we, we do you think that would be expected of you to do? No, but as a, as a, as a guest, that's what I'm going to do. Well, if I bring food instead? Well, you're going to have to talk to her about that. <laughs> like, what about what what? Like, you, hey, you don't want to uh, talk to her about the food because she cooked already. Okay, well, cool. Well, if I bring over, bring over party favors, maybe a bottle, maybe some drinks, maybe some, you know, some toys and stuff for the kids, just be nice. Okay, so what, what what would you call these things? Just just, just gifts? Just gifts. <laughs> I mean, but this is irresponsible. Oh, there be hostility. No, this is irresponsible. There would be hostility for not bringing them over. But this is gifts on Christmas, though, right? No, there's more. It's like more duress. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. I just wanted because I, I just want to know, you know, because like for real, it's a real shit. Like if if I you come into my, I think on my lighter right there. If you come into my crib for Christmas, right here with my lighter, it's right there. Right. If you come into my crib for Christmas, you gotta bring something. 
Yeah, yeah. Like maybe a bag I mean? of chips or something. Yeah. <laughs> bring it. Socks. Socks are always Actually, good. Actually, socks are always good. Socks because are always we used good. To get mad. Because, we yeah. used to get mad at socks when we was little. Like, this is a gift that you got for somebody that you didn't get a gift for. But now it's like, socks, man. You Let's go, bro. Socks, man. You can socks. always use some socks. I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> I will literally come to somebody's house and bring some socks. I think that's an honest gift. Whether or not, no matter what day it is. Socks. And it's cold you know outside. What? The blunts. Hey, shit, that's a gift. But but see, I didn't want to feel like I was going to offend somebody if I brought my weed and never had their weed. Why not? I mean, I mean what yeah. one got to do with the other one? I mean, if, if I brought food, it'd be an issue. So bringing weed, I feel like if you ain't got well, choice, it'd be an issue. When you bring food, it's the woman, the woman of the house, is the person that that yeah. needs to be discussed with. Yeah. You know, I was, I most most women might not even care, but you know, like the women in my family be like, we already got mac and cheese. Yeah, my mom, <laughs> my mom and sisters are that way though. Like, you come in, you got corn. This is the bond court. We already got corn. Yeah, yeah, that's my mom and sisters, bro. And, they would, they would be the same exact way. You would be, able, you wouldn't be able to bring food to a whole family gathering like that. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, yeah, you damn sure would be able to do that. They'd be ready to take your head off. Bring some cups. They didn't have cups. Or buns. <laughs> Where have I brought buns? Some forks. People can oh, always use forks. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, if but you got forks, forks not knives and spoons, but forks. Yeah. But, and, like, and if you got an animal, maybe a treat for like the animal or something like that, too. Go for that motherfucker with nothing. Like, just. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man, the dog look hungry. Let me just get rid of But yeah, though, if I, if I came over to your crib, I'm definitely bringing something. Something. I mean, honestly, like, Bring them a, a my, my daughter, she got like a hoverboard from, you know, my dad and everything from her papa. A hoverboard? Yes. I'm going to kill myself on that. Bro, you ain't by yourself? I fell yesterday. You tried it. I fell yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's a funny yeah. yeah, I tried to do on that shit. Bro, I fell yesterday. Yeah, right back on that bitch. Like, I felt like the way I felt, I fell on my side. Like, my, my arm is generally... Good. The shockwave of the house probably hurt more than I did. But. Yeah. I ain't fall, but I know I. I, I it wasn't getting on that made me fall. It was trying to get off that made me fall. Because like when you get off and your foot lean, the motherfucker go it, like it, man, bro. That motherfucker, it went from under me, bro, and I went straight back. Like, and, it, boom. and it seemed like magic when you see a kid on there, like. Now they get on my nerves. She be on that shit just like. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just. Spinning around. What? Up. Move. Like, like, if you try to swing on the one on the other. You try to go up. forward a little bit and fall on that. Man, these kids were on, like, Nevaeh, my son, Jaden, both on the damn hoverboard. They squatted down on the shit, bro, and was riding that motherfucker like this. I'm like, how in the fuck, bro? Acting like they had steering wheels. How? Where'd this come from? Like, bro, I ain't got that kind of finesse. Not with a hoverboard. I'm gonna kill myself. I need a real hoverboard. Yeah, bro. Give me a Marty McFly. A, a I need at least future. three wheels. Give me a Marty McFly. <laughs> I think I could fuck with a real hoverboard. Mm-mm. That Lexus hoverboard. Y'all seen that? Mm-mm. It's a it's a commercial for it and everything. I'm cool on that too. Sound like it costs twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, it ain't it ain't for the public. Bro, one time I was at Walmart, bro. <laughs> Commercials from years ago though. I'll, it's crazy. 
when you said three wheels, you made me think about that shit. It was this one Something thing at Walmart right. and had like a little handlebar and everything to that shit. And so my goofy ass gets on it. And I'm at Walmart and I start taking off. And then I take off and I'm staring that bitch off. Man, I'm flying in that motherfucker, bro. It was the funnest shit in the world. And I went back to the store and they did not have it no more. Oh, like, oh, they was like, fuck that. Man, that knee scooter, bro, that shit was, that shit was on point, bro. They got that shit. I should have, bro. I'm going to look for that shit online. They only had one? Yeah, at that time, I guess. <laughs> Maybe nobody should ever take that one out the box, bro. That was the funnest time I did in the public fucking place, bro. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't illicit, you know. Yeah. yeah. Me and my kids, when they were younger, we would go to, uh, to Eastern. Oh, yeah. And, and play high and go see. Yeah, yeah. I love Easter when I was younger. I love, I love Easter when I was younger. It was wonderful. Bro. You remember when it was playing the movies? I did. Bro. That's when Easton was truly popping, bro. Man, they, they was giving, that's when GameWorks was there. They was giving out like four or five hour fucking cards of unlimited play. Mm-hmm. Man, dude, that's when Fast and around the time Fast and the Furious came out and shit. This dude was inside of there yeah, telling my cousin. Yeah, see? But do they like, what, what's up with them? They be fasting? What they what they doing at Christmas? I know they got what, the candles. Fun? I know they got the candles. I got them. Nah, it's, it's the seven times. days. You you celebrate seven days. There are uh, words that you, uh, it's a word for every day. Like, mm. uh, and you celebrate it a different way each day. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a so word wait, every day. So wait, what's your religion, Mark? No religion. No religion, what about you? I'm just spiritual. Spiritual. Well, I ain't gonna lie, I was raised Christian, Baptist type deal. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that there's a greater power, but I'm not very religious. Same. Yeah, that's just that's yeah, that's, that's about where I'm at. You know, because there is some truth to the shit that they tell us, right? But there is a lot of false to it as well. Mm-hmm. So we can go ahead and say that in our everyday, like, because God made us an image of himself. We can go ahead and say that that's true. In our everyday, he has made himself an image of somebody who walks through the front door of my restaurant and proves to me that everybody's not okay. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. I'm keeping it 100 with you. He made himself in the image of this person. What is going on? You know what I mean? I'm going to be real. That is, a, that is a very interesting way of perceiving I'm just saying, what, what's what's up with it, though? And I always say, yeah. too, like people are projections so, of us in some aspect or another, uh, just projections of what we need to learn from or experience at that time. Yeah, but when so you see some see, random shit, it's like, what do you do from that? So we technically, mm-hmm. technically be seeing God all the time. Yeah. Right? So what is there to believe in? Because you could witness his shit every day. Right, there's nothing to believe in. It's not a belief. It just is. It's a belief once you start, once you want to talk about it. Now we got to believe something, right? But we already fucking know that we was born from a hole in the bottom of a woman that pleasures us with a penis that's only this wide, right? But a whole human person came out of that motherfucker and she's still alive. 
So it's got to be a greater force, right? Yes. Something much, much better than all of us. So yes. that just is. Yes. You don't believe that baby's going to be born if you didn't wear a condom. It just is. is. Right? So what is Say there to believe? Right? Yes. It's a car accident that happened out here at least once a year, right? Yeah. And, but everybody survives. Yeah. It's What is there to believe? Yeah. It just is. is. So why we got to talk about it all the time? And you know what gets me? My daughter was three years old. And I asked her, I said, Nevaeh, who's God? She said, God is you, God is me, God is mama, God is grandma, God is Auntie BB, God is Auntie TT. It was labeling everybody she knew. Mm-hmm. Now, I sat up here and I was looking into Greg Braden, the God code. She managed to think, didn't she? Yeah, what was so crazy was that <laughs> she wasn't introduced to nothing at the time. She was pure. It was it was just innately in her. And so then I was looking at Greg Braden and uh looking up him and shit and he had a translated like he said there are encoded messages in the dna and these messages hint at a higher version of us or a higher heightened sense of being that we truly are that we innately are he said the first line of code he translated was god eternal within the body which is where this comes from you know what i'm saying if you look at it as is if you are the mirror reflection of the creator and the created incarnated there is no reason to believe in anything externally you exist as is in form through form out of form right so if i would i would honestly argue to say we're one energy separated by different vessels and the only vessel we come out of is a mothership Mm. and this in this vessel could create multiple beings they enter life through through this vessel there's more to the story than what we feel we need to believe in. What we need to start doing is looking at the mirror and believing what we see. Yeah, because the most alien thing about Earth is us. Yeah. Ain't that we are, the, we are the most alien thing about it because one side of our planet just infested the entire planet with a, with a disease. Imagine, Everybody's imagine got this it. Earth without it. Everybody's got it. The vaccine is basically making it so that you don't get sick, right? But you're getting it anyway. Yeah. So This place would be wild as hell because it would be trees and shit everywhere and it would just be... It would be so fruitful. Yeah, yeah. it would, it Check would this be out. wildlife I'm about, about the very same people who After really Earth don't shit. care about how they look and how they live right now. They live in a shithole, live in a, a house full of shit, but they'll go on the Metaverse because they won't be like everybody else and get a beautiful house and that motherfucker will be decked out while they sitting in absolute shit. shit. That's what and they will pay that ones. money for that awesome space in Metaverse. So we got to be there when they won't pay that money. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? It's like we got to change. We got to try to help simulate reality to another simulated reality, almost like pressing every reset button. We got to help them change the way that they think hey, because was, everybody didn't have a mom and dad, right? So everybody never actually learned how to become an actual person, right? So if, if if I was never taught how to become an actual person, and then my my dad was never taught how to be a person, then if he don't know how to be a person, how are you gonna teach me how to be a dad? Yeah. Yeah. Right? And now now he don't know how to be a person. He don't know how to be a man. So he made that shit up. Right? So if I was following his example of what a man is, then I'd be a crackhead who ain't never did shit. Right? You feel me? But but things do change and people do change. But I'm just saying, if I was following the example that was there, then I would I would be doing this. So there are some of us who follow the example that was yes. there. 
which is why the world is the way that it is. Yeah. They made it that way if they, because if they take away the leader, then the people follow no one. And that also goes for our families. And I said, I said, there's a very few amount of guys who pull themselves out of what the statistics are of being raised in a single mother household. There's very few guys. Because when you're raised, like, generally speaking, there's a, they say it's a father crisis in America. You know what I'm saying? So about one out of every four kids are living in home with a dad. One out of every four. And when you think about how detrimental it is to have a male figure there as consistently as it is, you know what I'm saying? You can see exactly how you, you separate them. If they're one, if they're not their strongest when they're together, you separate them. And then you leave the one who suffers the most right there in between. So they soak up all of that. They catch up from all, all that in. They ain't got this other side to balance it out. So you ain't got a full person, like you said. You don't have a full person going out into the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have a person who only soaks it up one side. And like I said, there's very few of them that become the male that also that does this for them. And that balance is maintained. You know what I'm saying? They're rotating, you know, from right to left, you know, um, yeah, right to left. Well, left to right, left yeah, to right, left to right. Sometimes, by the time it's figured out by the individual, you're already grown. Yeah. And oftentimes, when it's found out by the individual black male, you're already in the cell. Yeah. Like, damn, I wish somebody would have told me. I would love to, in the future, talk about a program in which we go ahead and enlighten the brothers when they children. And I'm telling you, if we had a program put together where dudes could sit up here to help reduce their sins, change how, you know, change themselves, talk to, try to change the hearts of their sons. I don't know how we're going to get at them like that without people in place because I, I, I'm I, not really good with the law. Right. You know, they just don't fucking like me, bro. And they, they don't... <laughs> I think it has to be. I think it has to be a vibration line first. Well, I'm, I must be vibrating. Get the fuck away from me! I ain't saying nothing. Though. <laughs> but also, too, we also you know. What I saying? ain't do it. I think I think all things are possible to like to get achieved. But I think that there should be something in place where a dude could sit up here and, a part of his rehabilitation program. Mm-hmm help his son that's maybe like in the system or constantly getting in trouble or shit like that. I think that should be able to take some time off, maybe something like, you know what I'm saying? If, if the issue is that there are not enough dads in home, then 80% of these households are being raped. We need a grant writer. Huh? We need a grant writer. I know one person who was just talking about writing grants at this moment. I cannot remember this mom's name, but um, we need a grant writer to help us. We just sit there and talk, and and they write down the things that we need. Jackie Coro knows about grants. CCH. Mm-hmm. You know Jackie. At capacity. Oh, Miss Jackie. Yeah, Central Community House is the new capacity. Oh, no. oh. Jackie. She that the whole thing is ran by grants. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be a program definitely for these boys that could, that could change a lot, man. Like when you, a lot of these ones don't, a lot of these ones don't understand. They don't get like you need a male there, but that kid does. Even if you feel you don't want to, that's fine. It's entirely up to you, your body of choice, whatever it is going to be. But us as men, we are detrimental to our sons' lives. We're detrimental to kids' lives. Period. Males and females. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's sad to see that level of divide. And it's something that, like, so I watched, of course, and I've said it before, I watched Cameron Samuels and everything like that. And uh, it was something you were saying that, you know what I'm saying, when you look at the division within the males and females of specific races, you don't have, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, Jennifer and Brad going at each other the next 24-7. They're building legacies. They got your family in the, you know, because, you know, the all-white family. You know what I'm saying? The picket fence, the whole nine yards. Family got family, says family have family. You know what I'm saying? And they just help each other out. You don't see that, you know what I'm saying, what they said with, uh, he said with Hispanic families. You know, they all got each other's back. They're like this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't see Indians, you know, you go across the whole, you know what I'm saying, cultural. Yeah, cultural spectrum. You go close, bro. As hell. And then you have the black family. You have the, the, you know, the black family where you have dudes who are always told they're not shit. And I've said it before on my page, and I'll say it again to the day I die. If you are raising a little boy as a single mother, for him to see you dating a male who's probably more or less raised by a single mother, talk about him saying he ain't shit. What does that little boy have to aspire to? And if you keep choosing ain't shit type men, then the only person you can blame is yourself. And I say that, you know, even as dads, a lot of us don't know our worth because a dad wasn't there to show the importance of how um, what impact a male makes in the lives of these kids. So a lot of you know males are growing up like, oh well, you know, a woman can do it by herself. You know what I'm saying? I ain't have a dad. My mom did it. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But that's you know that's the division. That's the problem now. You have a lot of like a lot of these boys out here on the street, the ones killing each other and shit like that. They're misguided, man. Like they, there's there's something. They're not receiving that Brad and Jennifer receive. And I've done serving at places like, you know, various places around Columbus, prestige places. Won't say because <laughs> various places, in this case, I may come off the bat and say some crazy shit in there. But yeah, but various places, you see the marriages and everything like that. Three, four hundred motherfuckers come to a marriage. You know what I'm saying? You got, but you got the whole family is like inherently you see the wealth you see the you you know you see the the help though too you see the bond and it's just like i understand what's been culturally done to us but at some point mm -hmm. self-responsibility has to be taken you know what you I'm saying? Change it. with that being said we have to give credit for as far as we have come from from what we know because i fall apart of generations that we speak of you know what i mean in, yeah. in a sense of like it took my generation to come along for me to be, it to be decided that we will no longer do it like this. We will from now on, it'll be like this or better. Yeah. It'll be like that. This is where we'll start from here and or better or not or nothing. Yeah. Period of point blank. It, but the people who came before me didn't wasn't on that path. They they had other things to think about because we got to think about when that time was. I was born in 75. You know what I mean? Life was different then. Yeah. That was 10 years before me. Shit. You know, so I'm 46 11. right now. You know, so let's go ahead and say I was 35 when I figured it out. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. 35 when I figured it out. And not figured it out like, hmm. uh, like figured out life or anything like that. Figured out like stop making the decisions that kept me a child. Yes, that part. Because the same decisions that kept me a child also have me making the other decisions that held me down. Yeah. 
because it's a child ain't doing adult things. A child is doing childish shit, right? So I had to learn you got to do adult things immediately after high school. This is what I teach my children. Do it now. Ain't no waiting because once you start it, you can't stop. So what you waiting for? Oh, I'm going to take a couple years off. No, fuck you ain't. No, you ain't. Because if you stop now, then you'll be stopped forever. Yeah. Like everybody else. Yeah. We ain't everybody else. Yeah. And you tend not to aspire to try to be like everyone else because, you know, just the best of you comes from you being authentically you, unapologetically you. They say they like, why school ain't everything? You don't have to get a degree to, to succeed. You do not have to get a degree to succeed. But if you have two people and one person goes and he gets a job at whatever school he gets a job at or whatever place he gets a job at, out of high school, and this person goes and he goes to school, in 10 years, those people are going to be in different places. This person is going to be on a different path because of the things that he had to do to get that degree other yeah. than learning, right? So he's going to be different than this person here. It's going to be two different lives, two different everything. And the reason is because education. You might not think, you're like, oh, no, it don't matter. It Technically, when it comes down to the money of it, it doesn't. Yeah. But it's going to, these going to be two different people, and it's because of the education. And it's because he spent time around what America thinks people are supposed to be like. And once you learn that, and he already know what it's like to be hood, you get you a good mix of those, this is how you become successful. Because they ain't taking hood unless you got money. Yeah. That's true. Because I'll tell you once, you, once you get to that point, once you, once you see that, that separation, in order to how, like you said, to, to bring it to this, the point of success... A lot of things change. Plus, you open yourself up to a whole lot of things. Like, your experiences change just by your education alone. Like, your team. mind starts attracting different avenues. It's the team, bro. Because, yeah. because, listen, we just got the three of us right here. We all got jobs. We all got something else going on. But if we can make something pop where we could generate enough money to where we don't have to work another job, where this could be the job, and now we're trying to do something else. You know what I mean? Then you want to talk about the freedom will come up, that we will have time to be be doing NFTs and all that other shit, plus what we got to do every day. We have time for to spend mad time on the metaverse, right. figuring out that it only costs $1,000 to actually get in there. That's crazy. You know? They really made the Matrix, bro. They they made it. They made it. They made Ready Player One, and and it was crazy. Is they they sit up here and they have the, the headphones and like you like the little visuals and the goggles and shit like that. So, people are going to literally stay stuck in that shit. Man. So, do you think they get the ideas for the movies? Yes. From stuff that they already doing, or do you think? Mm. That they get the stuff that they're doing from the movies. Well, you got to think about it. I think art it. imitates life, so I think the movies just project some aspect of science. We got to yeah. gotta think about what the history that they told us, right? There's a lot of shit they didn't tell us. We know that now. Yeah. But think about what they told us. They told us that there was one white guy in fucking Russia, right, that took over six hmm. countries. In one day. They told us that. Now, think about that in today's terms. What would it take for me to do that and get away with it? What would it and, and then at the end of that, be the one in charge of all of that actual shit? What would it take for me to do that today? Right? 
So if we take that back in time and you just think about that, that was a long ass time ago. Think about the Civil War now, right? You know what I mean? So these people have experienced. They are experienced. That's why motherfuckers is in jail for murder from 40 years ago because they was ready. When that motherfucker came through the door, they was ready. Everybody's not ready. Yeah. You got to get them ready. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's just so interesting the way people think. I different. Everybody's opinion is. I don't think that, uh... Well, to learn that too, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a beautiful thing, though, to see the difference of opinion. And I think that that's what the um, the harmony of humanity is, is having a different view, being able to harmonize the vibe yet and still, you know, be able to attract, a, you know what I'm saying, the kind of people and the kind of surroundings that still, you know, go in that same frequency that you're on and that you're trying to aspire to, regardless of how you are right now. You know, there's some time to learn more. So, gotta learn more. Got to. Gotta be open. Got to. So, all right. Uh, any closing things? Anybody want to do any promote for anything? Oh, I forgot we was even recording. Yeah, yeah. I did. He <laughs> said, I didn't. <laughs> I did. I mean, anything you know. going on right now? We're going to start tomorrow. We're going to work from right to left, right? All right. Anything going on right now, Ma? Shit, I don't know. Follow me on Instagram and watch my reels. That's all I'm talking for. Just keep watching. <laughs> yes, follow me on Instagram and TikTok. I don't have reels yet. Anything going on right now for you, Stabber? Sandwiches. Need a sandwich, man. We at 1053 East Main Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43205. Corner at Main in Ohio, small piece of old townies. Just something, man. <laughs> yeah, but on, on some real though, we just we really just trying to create an environment in which everybody could just chill, you know. It's just like the the Thirty Podcast, bro. I'm I'm just so blessed to be a part of it, man. I really appreciate the time. We got more go hard in the house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm I really appreciate you having time. Thank you know, just you, to even include somebody like me, you know. No problem, man. I had to, bro. You're my boy. Yes, sir. My boys. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's what we're doing. I'm just being me. Just being me. Bro, I swear. Me and my kids be having a challenge in the house when it gets to that part to see who can sound the closest. <laughs> like, we're going to have to do that shit and put it on reels. Yeah, he was <laughs> doing this challenge for a minute. Running by stuff like, ah. Oh, I seen that shit. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, thank y'all again. It's been another episode of a Doty Podcast with Doty. Staff from Phoebe Sandwich Kings and Mar from Most Official Entertainment. Thank you, fellas. Thank you very much. All right. Peace, y'all. Your phone died.